As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Good morning, good morning. This is Jacqueline Richardson, Ms. JJ Diamond, Jackie, Deja, whatever y'all call me. Um, gotta be thankful for being alive again. Ooh, yes, we gotta be thankful, especially these days and time. Um, let's check the weather and see what the weather is today here in Charlotte. Uh, Alexa, what's the weather today here in Charlotte? In Charlotte. It's 49 degrees Fahrenheit with partly sunny skies. Today, you can look for mostly sunny weather with a high of 64 degrees and a low of 45 degrees. Well, guys, um, today I start my physical therapy. Um, the doctor, you know, he already told them before I came in. Um, I was telling y'all yesterday when I went to the doctor, um, they... Um, told me I had scoliosis and a tear in my knee, um, and he told me what I needed to do to get it fixed. Um, however, you know, I always say no to certain medicines. It's, it's crazy that I have to take uh, the allergy medication um, because I can't find nothing to totally take it away. Um, however, um, I'm going to be doing physical therapy um, as long as it takes to try to get my body um, where it needs to be and eating healthy and try to stay, uh, away from the narcotics, uh, to keep me pain free. You know, um, I've been big on that, uh, since I'm gonna tell y'all a story, you know, and I laugh about, you know, some of the guys, the, the rappers, you know, they put in their songs, how I was on perks, how I was on, uh, coding and different things like that. And, um, back in the day, They had gave me some Laura tabs, right? I had got went and got my teeth pulled. And I was in a lot of pain, but I was in pain because um I was having allergy issues and didn't know it. And I think I told y'all about this story before. Um and I messed up, but that was God's way, you know, of helping me uh without me even knowing. I had sent somebody to the store to get me some sinus pills and Uh, they got me allergy pills, and I took it. But then when I look at the pack, it was like, this is the wrong thing. And, you know, I was going off like, you didn't buy the right thing. But I started feeling better. So the whole time, I probably didn't even need the tooth pulled. Um, however, the pain was so terrible that I just was taking these pills. They gave me these Lord tabs. And I was high as a kite. I slid down the wall. I was like, on dope, you know. Messed up. The doctor gave me this stuff. <laughs> so I was legally messed up, you know. Um, 
Then, yeah, like y'all know, um, I have um, respiratory issues due to my sinuses, and I get bronchitis a lot. Um, I've been like that since a little girl, since I was like 13, 14 years old. And um, they was always prescribing me codeine, that purple stuff, you know, <laughs> the liquid. Take a teaspoon of this, you know. And I used to be messed up. I'd be high as a kite, you know. And I, I listened to, uh, this is why I like the baby. And um, I forget his name. Oh, my gosh. The baby got the song with the guy. Oh, what's the name of the song? Y'all know I'm getting old. But anyway, he talks about he's swerving in traffic because he's on the codeine. I understand him perfectly because I've been there. You know, they give me this codeine. You start coughing. You can't stop coughing. You start hacking. You know, you start uh, heaving. You know, like your body wants to throw up, but it doesn't. You're just gagging pretty much. And the codeine always stopped that thing, you know? And it works. It works. But you be high as a kite, you know? And then they tell you, well, don't take too much, you know? But then you find yourself heaving and coughing again. So you go take it another teaspoon. So now you're saying to yourself, well, maybe if I take it before I start heaving and coughing, then I won't heave and cough. And you're taking it again. Now your ass is addicted. Excuse me. I wasn't supposed to say that. Now you're addicted. Okay, doctors, why y'all do this to us? It's ways to get through this thing, you know. It really is. Uh, like, I woke up, the, the heat really bothers me, you know, when I'm sleeping. And I wake up with the stuffy, stuffy nose, and that's what gets me to coughing when I sit up because it starts to drain. So I'm coughing, then it makes me, you know, start gagging. And um, I was saying to myself, I had saw a picture I, I couldn't blow my nose for a long time. I would blow my nose and it would be like nothing would come out. I would just hurt my sinus cavity, okay, because nothing would come out. However, um, I saw this picture of this family all blowing their nose. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it today. So I was going through the coughing thing. Now, if I go to the doctor and I tell the doctor I'm going through this thing, right, they're going to prescribe me some cough medicine, Okay. Now, back in the day, I don't know if they changed things, but back in the day, they always wanted to have you with some codeine. So I stopped getting the stuff. I don't want it. Okay? So I said, you know what? I'm going to try the new method because they showed me to, to, to blow my nose up. But I couldn't blow my nose back in the day. So it's like, okay, is it going to hurt or is something going to come out? Well, I blew my nose and some stuff came out. So I was thankful. I was like, yeah, it worked. So now my nasal cavity is, is clear. You know, um... It's not totally clear, but it's clear enough for me to breathe through and not cough, okay? So I'm thankful. You know, people don't know that coughing is actually a good thing, you know, because if you have any bacteria in your in your uh, lungs, you cough it up and get it out, you know, and then they can tell if you have an infection, if it's yellow or, you know, if it's clear. You know, mine's normally come clear. When I see yellow, I, that's when I know I have to hit the emergency room or the urgent care to get me some type of antibiotics. Other than that, most for the most part, it's clear. But anyway, yeah, so these doctors give us these medicines. So when I went to the doctor the other day about my, you know, back hurting and my leg hurting, my side, you know, my right side hurting me, you know, they didn't even offer me because I told them from the beginning, I said, listen here, I'm I'm into the health thing, you know, because they don't know the experiences that I had in the past when they tried to make me drug addicts, you know. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because, you know, 
they looking at you like, okay, what you here for? Do you want pills? You know, and it's like, no, because y'all trying to kill me, you know, and then y'all don't get it. Y'all don't understand that y'all not God and y'all can heal me to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Now I get the thing with the surgery and everything, you know, and it sometimes it really helps people, but I'm just not with that thing. You know, they putting all this stuff, this foreign stuff in your body that your body may not, can't get adjust to. You know, so, but the reason why I'm talking about this today is because a lot of people get addicted to drugs that the doctors give them, you know, and, and we, we talk about these illegal drugs on the streets, you know, or people putting stuff in your drinks and people uh, lacing your blunts and, you know, doing all kind of stuff because that that's, that's big as well. People do a lot of that too, you know, um, matter of fact, I think somebody did that to me in the past and that made me decide that I wanted to stop smoking and stop drinking because I couldn't trust it no more. But anyway, long story short, you know, um, my theory with these doctors is like, yo, no, stop giving us all this stuff, you know, because you, you, you're turning us into dependence of drugs, you know? So I'm going to try to fight this thing. I have my first therapy appointment today, y'all. Um, I'm going to continue to eat healthy. You know, I got all kind of stuff, you know, that I take. I take my vinegar and turmeric daily. I put turmeric on my food to, to keep down the inflammation. The same thing the pills would do, you know? Um, <laughs> so this is the things that I would do. So I'm, I'm trying my best to find more and more ways to, to help myself, uh, get through these things that I'm going through, you know, and I'm going through a couple of issues, you know, I'm, I'm just starting menopause, you know, um, I'm in pain on my right side, you know, in my back, you know, um, what else I'm going through? Sometimes I have my anxiety, you know, a little bit, you know, and sometimes I go through depression, you know, but I'm not dealing with nobody's pills. I'm not doing it. I'm just not, you know, so I have to do this God's way, y'all, you know, and y'all should try to you know, do do it that way as well. You know, you know, when my mother passed away, I went to her house. You know, it was hard for me to to go there. You know, y'all y'all can understand. You know, with um a person um parent, you know, passes away. You know, it's like it, it's just hard to to be in that in that in that house that the, the the parent lived in. You know, it's really hard. You know, you don't sleep. You can't. Eat, you know, you just be a mess, you know. However, I had to go, you know, I had to face my fears and go there. Um, and for those that don't know, you know, I was helping my mother um, for a very long time, you know, um, prior to her her passing, you know. And I had wanted to go take care of her, you know. Um, I was going to leave, take a leave of absence from Frito Lay and go take care of her, but you know, she cursed me out like she normally do. Oh, you stupid. Um, how you gonna pay my rent? How you gonna do this? How you gonna do that? You know, and I'm like, well, you're right, ma. Um, but you know, I would rather be there with you, you know, and she chose to me to stay in Maryland and make money so I can continue to pay, you know, her bills and so she can have some place to live. I wanted to take her up out of there because I couldn't afford to really, uh, continue to pay her bills like that, you know, pay my bills and her bills. You know, it was really hard people. Y'all don't know, you know? Um, and I had to go to counseling behind that thing. You know, people don't understand, you know, stuff can get very stressful. You know, I had to sit down and go to the counselor. Shout out to the counselors in Maryland. 
They had to put me on the couch and let me express myself because I was going, you know, through the deep end. I was like bugging, you know, like trying to pay two houses of bills, car note, take care of all these kids and these people. I'm about crazy here. But, you know, God got me through it, you know, with the grace of God, you know. But, I mean, if I had to do it again, I will do it again. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know, especially for my mother, you know. Um, but the thing that I'm getting to is, when I went to her house after she passed away, I saw all these pills, y'all. I mean, bags and bags and bags full of pills. You know, and it just, like, kind of pissed me off, you know, when I saw these pills. And I'm like, I see what my mama did. You know, I mean, so many pills. It was unreal. It was like, uh, you know how you get one of them, um, say, Walmart or supermarket bags? That thing was filled. And, you know, they had I had tied it in a knot. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. My mother was taking all of this? No wonder she did. You know, she was one that always listened to the doctors. She was just one that always, you know. Um, <clears throat> I didn't understand it. You know, she was she was big on... Well, the doctor said, I don't give a what the doctor said. Do it this way. But then she'll say, well, you know, you're right. Only thing she wouldn't take, she'll take anything they give her except for crazy drugs. She wouldn't take no crazy drugs. Her thing for the mental was the St. John's warts. That was her thing for the mental. She liked that thing. She used to always tell me, Jackie, you need to calm down. You need to take you some uh, St. John's warts. I'm like, mommy, what is that? I'm not taking that. I got chamomile, you know? So, you know, we would go battle back and forth about what we need to be taking, you know? But like I said, she was big on whatever the doctor said to believe him, you know? But that's the way she was trained, you know, um, coming up, you know, um, in her era. So I can't knock her for what she was trained, you know, to believe what the doctors say, you know, like they're they God. You know, the doctor had to actually, the doctor I saw the other day, he had to actually prove to me. <laughs> it was funny because he was telling me what he thought I had, right? And I'm looking at him like, well, okay, if you think I had this, um, are you going to take any x-rays? And he was like, oh, oh, yeah, because now you need to prove this thing to me, okay? So, you know, we we we, we built our little relationship. <laughs> so he went, you know, ordered me some x-rays. They took my x-rays and he came back and he said, see... Um, what I was trying to tell you, this is what I was trying to tell you. And I was like, okay, well, I see that you're all right. You know what you're talking about. Okay. Now I can trust you a little bit, a little bit, not a whole lot, a little bit. 
Don't be writing me no scripts. Okay? <clears throat> then that's when he showed me about my back as well. You know, and showed me why it's, you know, hurting me. You know, and especially in my buttocks area. You know, when I stand straight. You know, it a long time it hurts really bad. Uh, so, yeah, he, he got, he gained some trust from me, okay? Because uh, he proved uh, what he was saying was correct, you know? Uh, I'll tell you this story. I went, oh, when, I, when I got pregnant with Egypt, okay? I was at, um, first I went to Hospital Memorial, my favorite hospital, you know, because those, those are the ones, they, they saved my life, but they didn't save my life until after fact, so. But I still liked them because, you know, my son had got sick, they took care of him, um, the doctor, when I, when I first got to Maryland was starting to hurt, you know, on my right side, the doctor told me what my alternatives was, uh, other than surgery. And he told me to lose my weight and eat healthy, excuse me, different things like that. So, you know, I kind of trusted them over there because I was losing the weight and doing all the things I needed to do. And it was working. So I kind of trusted them. So I went over to Hoffman Memorial. So they said, well, we're going to send you down to, um, up at Chesapeake. Because um, we don't know what's wrong with you. I was in so much pain, y'all. I was in, oh, so much pain. But see, this is what I did. <laughs> and so I had forgot about it. I had made me some black-eyed peas and fried chicken. <coughs> I was craving black-eyed peas. So I said, I'm going to make me some black-eyed peas. And normally, I only, I only make black-eyed peas normally on New Year's. That's the only time I make black-eyed peas. I love black-eyed peas, but I just don't make them. <clears throat> but once again, <clears throat> this particular time, I was craving it. And I said, I need me some black eyed peas. So I went to the store, got me some black eyed peas. I made me some black eyed peas. So I want some black eyed peas, some um, um, fried chicken and potato salad. I don't know what, what was going on with me. That's what I'm saying to myself. So I made this food and I ate it. I was, I was in heaven. I was like, yeah, ooh, I enjoyed myself. But then now my stomach started hurting. Okay, y'all know I got a bad stomach and my stomach get real gassy and all messed up. So I go to the doctor. Okay, and I'm still in pain, and they're like, "We we can't find out what's wrong with you, you know, by your symptoms. You know, it doesn't sound good. It sounds like you may be having um some type of um maybe gallbladder or something. We want you to go down there because." They have all the equipment to do what they need to do to find out what is going on with you. So, <clears throat> I get down there. They took all these tests, blood tests. So, they come back. And they said, well, Ms. Richardson, um, we want to tell you that you're pregnant. Pregnant? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's possible because, you know, I'm sexually active, so it's possible. I said to myself, okay. All right, pregnant. But there's one problem. We can't find the baby. So we're thinking the baby could be in your tubes. So I'm like, what? Because you're in pain. So we need to take you to surgery right away. So I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. But if the baby's not in the tubes, we'll close back up your, you know, the sac and the uterus. And, you know, you're just going to have to be on bed rest for the rest of the pregnancy if you decide to keep it. What? <laughs> I was like ecstatic, like you gotta be kidding me. I came in here with a stomach ache and now y'all trying to take me to surgery and then telling me I gotta be on bed rest 
Now, I, I work a good job. I make good money. I'm like, you're not trying to take me away from my money like that. I'm not doing this. What are y'all talking about? So I had to say a prayer. But while I'm praying, right? And, you know, my daughter's father, he's looking at me like, yo, they crazy. I say, yeah, I know. Surgery? We just came in my stomach right now. They want to take me to surgery. So we looking at each other like real crazy. And um, I get my mom on the phone. You know, my mom. And this is funny because my mother, she was the type of person to always tell me not to get surgeries. Don't be taking this. Don't be doing this. But she doing the opposite. But I guess she was telling me because she already been through some things. So she didn't want me to go through it. And I get it. So I get on the phone and, and mommy, I'm pregnant. She was like, you pregnant? Girl, you're 30, 37 years old, 38 years old. And I'm like, God, no, this is crazy. I said, but my stomach hurt. They told me I'll take me to surgery. They said the baby could be in my tubes. She said, oh, no. So now she's starting to bug out. <clears throat> right? And I'm bugging out, too. So then... Another doctor came in because I was going off. I said, you're not taking me to surgery. You're not opening me up trying to see where some baby at. You're not doing all that. So another doctor came in and he said, look, I'm going to take you over here. You know, and this was a doctor, not a, um, a um, what did they call them? The x-ray technicians. It wasn't an x-ray. It was an actual doctor. He said, come on, I'm going to take you over here and we're going to keep looking to see if we can find this baby. Well. He kept doing the thing, and he was pushing my stomach around, turning me sideways, doing all this stuff. And finally, he found a dot, <laughs> a little tiny dot. And he said, I think that's the baby right there. I said, so you telling me it's not my tubes? Right? No, no, no. Wait, I got to go back, y'all. I got to go back. So um, the, the doctors walked out, and I guess... I was so upset that it made my body compress, I guess. I don't know, because I was upset. And I let out this big fart, okay? And I mean, it was big. And it was going. So my, my daughter's father was like, well, damn. I said, but I feel better. He said, that's all you had to do was fart? I was like, I guess so. So he was like, all right, let's go then. He said, come on, get your stuff. Let's go. And I was like... Well, first, let's see if this baby is in um, my tubes. So I told the doctor, I said, listen, I, I farted, I passed gas, and I feel better. And he's looking at me like he ain't trust me. Like, I ain't, he ain't believe. He just thought I just wanted to get out the hospital. He was like, but listen, if the baby is in your tubes, your tubes converse and you can die. So I'm like, ugh. But I don't have any more pain, sir. Right, <laughs> I farted and the pain is gone. And I forgot I ate some beans and some um, uh, potato salad and fried chicken. That's enough to put a lot of gas in your belly when you got a bad stomach. So he was like, well, yeah, that's true. He said, but, and that's when he wanted to take me himself to, to look for this baby. He said, but the, the, the blood work says that you're pregnant. I said, but I had gas. And he was like, no, we're taking you over. So they took. that's when he took me over. And that's when he was looking. He was pressing on my stomach and moving my belly around and turning me sideways. And then he found that little dot. And he said, um, I think that's the baby right there. I said, that little dot? He said, yeah. I said, he said, that's the only thing I see in your uterus that ain't supposed to be in there, but you're pregnant. He said, okay, so now we got to watch you. 
But now, now just think about it now. Just, just imagine if I would have told, I would have went with what the doctor said and said, okay, take me to surgery. And the whole time the baby was in my uterus. The whole time. And, you know, and I, and I sit back and I think about that thing, you know, and I say to myself, like, they would have put anesthesia in my body, cut open my uterus or whatever they do up there to look for this baby, expose my baby to the air, okay, early, if I would have went on what they said and signed them papers. If that's what they came in the room with, well, we want you to sign these papers because we want to take you to surgery right away. I'm not signing anything. <clears throat> so now they had to watch me, you know. Um, As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And watch the baby grow. Um, so I got to see my baby, Lil Egypt, when she was a little dot in my belly. Okay, this is no lie. You know, me and, my, me and her father was talking about this the other day. You know, um, how she was just a dot. Because then they brought him in there so he could see it too. You know, and then took the pictures. You know, it was like, there's your, there's your baby. Of course, we don't know what it is yet, but there's your baby, that little dot. And he was like, that little dot? And I was like, that's what they say. <laughs> so, you know, we tripping. You know, we like, we don't know whether we should trust these people or not. But the thing is, she hadn't, I wasn't pregnant long enough for her to uh, attach herself to my uterus. Okay? So that's what they was waiting for. She was floating around. That's why they couldn't find her. So, when he moved my belly around, my, my stomach, my uterus around, it like, I guess she floated over and he was able to find the dots. Well, or she eventually tried to start embedding herself. Well, I had to go to the doctor once a week uh, for six weeks until they actually cleared that she was embedded to my uterus and I was pregnant. Okay. Because my blood work said it was I was pregnant, but they couldn't find a baby. So that means I was pregnant really, really early. I got, you know, she was really, really young in my belly. Like still an egg type thing, you know. Um, but she grew and grew. And then about a six week, I think it was a six week. If I'm not mistaken, 
I, I got to see the heartbeat, you know, and my levels of pregnancy went up. Um, I forget what they call it, HCTCs or ACTs or something like that. That went up. And my boss, he was killing me. He was like, um, so are you pregnant or not? I said, well, they said I was pregnant. But my numbers got to go up and the baby has to embed itself to my uterus. So he's looking at me like, huh? So I said, I got to go back to the doctors. He said, all right, well, let me know. So I, every, every week I come in, he said, well, are you pregnant yet? <laughs> because he didn't understand what they was doing. And I really didn't understand it either. You know, so we were all tripping. My boss was tripping. Um, my, my daughter's father was tripping. I was tripping. My mom was tripping. We was all tripping about what these doctors was doing. But finally, we got to see the baby, okay? And it was a baby. We start seeing little arms forming and stuff, you know? And we're like, oh, okay, yeah, it is a baby. Look at it. There's something growing up in there, you know? <clears throat> and um, lo and behold, it was, it was little Egypt, you know? Um, but yeah, <coughs> I would have went to surgery for nothing. Do you, do, you, do you get where I'm going with this? You know? I'm not saying the doctors are stupid. I'm not saying that. They've been blessed to get the knowledge that they need to heal us. And I'm thankful for that. But you know, each and every individual perceives something differently. Just like when we read the Bible, we all perceive it differently. You know? <clears throat> so with that being said, same when they, you know, it may be enough, they may get it enough to pass them written tests. When you're physically dealing with a person's body, and, and you know, we're human, you know, they, they study the human body, you know, we're one species, you know, that they study, you know, you have some doctors that study animal species, you know, and they study those first, you know, most of the time, you know, because even when I was in school, I studied animal um, species. And now, um, when I decided to go to college, I had to start studying um, the human species. So, you know, this is what the doctors study and we, we, we expect to trust them because they're the ones that's book smart. They're the ones that, you know, learn these things, you know. But then again, too, not everything that's written in a book is always the truth or people perceive it the same way. You know what I mean? So we got to look at that as well. And, and, you know, we're not, these are human beings. These doctors are human beings just like us. You know, we don't know what they're going through at home or if they stressed out, if they forgot something. Look at me. Sometimes I'll be forgetting stuff. I, I be, I've been forgetful. I keep trying to blame it on because I'm old. I say I'm old, but that's a lie because I've been forgetful since I was young. I say, ooh, I forgot. But now I can blame it on because I'm old. I say, I say it all the time. I can blame it on, you know, I'm old now, so I can blame it on that, you know. But I was forgetful when I was young. And they could be the same way, forgetting some things and diagnosing you with stuff that you can't even see, you know. That's why I'd be like, prove it to me. Take my blood. Let me see an x-ray. Prove some things to me. You know, that's why y'all got all these machineries and stuff, you know, and don't be describing me no, no narcotics. I don't want that stuff because it makes me high. I can't function. I got kids at home. You know, I have to let them know, you know, because I'm, I'm going to tell you the story. I was, I was, that's when I was driving the, uh, the trash truck and, um, we driving, you know, stopping to pick up some trash and this baby is out in the street. Door wide open, baby in the street. So I told, you know, my, my help, I said, listen here, I think I'm going to go take the baby back, you know. And, you know, he's like, forget that baby. 
And I'm like, nah, you know, I love the kids. I don't want the baby to get hit by no nothing. You know, nobody can't see him. You know, he out here. I got to go and, and help this baby. You know, especially, you know, I seen the movies with Pet Cemetery where the boy got hit by the car. There was the parents was in the house doing whatever they was doing. Wasn't watching the baby, you know. And I've seen a lot of other kids get hurt because people wasn't watching the babies. So, I get to the door. And the door wide open. I got the baby. You know. And I'm looking at the mother. And the mother is scrolled out across the uh, the couch. Okay. She is, I mean, knocked out. You hear me? And I look around the house, you know, and I see the pills on the, the prescription on the... Uh, table. And I said, okay, I see what the problem is. They don't gave us some stuff. Oh, Lord. So I'm trying to wake her up. Now, just imagine being drugged up, okay, on a couch, and a stranger is waking you up, and they standing there with your child. You know, you're going to be scared. So she was, like, terrified, you know, and I, and I was, like, shaking her, shaking her, shaking her. And um, I said, your baby was in the street. And she said, yeah, oh, man. And she said, I took the, he knows how to open the door. And um, she said, I took the pills the doctor gave me, and they had me messed up. And I, and I just looked at her, you know, and I said, listen, but you got to shake yourself off. You can't take that stuff. You got to watch your baby, you know? So I was saying to myself, I looked at where the lock was, you know, she had two locks. She had the bottom lock where you can twist, and then she had the top lock, okay? So, I think that her theory was, you know, I didn't get to talk to her, but I think her theory was just lock the bottom lock just in case something happened. The baby can get out to get help, you know what I mean? Because when I looked at the top lock, it was like too far up for the baby to open. So, I'm like, well, how did the baby open the door? If the top lock is all the way up here, you know what I mean? So I was looking at this type of thing. You know, I'm, I'm one to analyze all situations, you know. So I um I said, okay, I see how the baby got out because he was able to twist the bottom lock to open it, you know, and just open up the door. But he can't reach the top lock. So did she do that just in case something happens to her? He can get out the house to get help, you know. And maybe that's what he was doing. He was, you know, maybe she wanted him to wake her up, you know, and, he, and she couldn't or whatever the case may be. So he figured, I go outside, get some help. Somebody can come wake up my mommy, you know, because she's just sleeping too long and I need her. You know, I don't know what they, they, how she was thinking, but the doctor prescribed her this stuff, you know? And I was saying to myself, and she was like, and the baby, his father doesn't come home. No, she said, my husband. Doesn't come home until later, and but they want me to take this medication, and it makes me so tired, and I just can't function. And I'm looking at her like, and she's like trying to wake herself up, and she's rubbing her head. <clears throat> and I didn't want to walk through the woman's house like to go try to get her some water, you know, and stuff like that. Plus, I'm on a job, you know what I mean? I'm supposed to be working, so I just did what I could, you know, for that moment. But I didn't want the baby out there in the yard walking towards the street because here it is. I'm in this big old truck. Granted, I saw the baby. But just imagine somebody coming through there and with a big old truck and or, or a car and can't see the baby. You know what I mean? So that was my, my, I was scared, you know. So, 
all I could do was just say a prayer as I was walking out the door, you know, and I, and I locked it again. And I told the baby, I said, don't open this door. Stay in here with your mama so you won't get hurt. Now, I don't know if he understood me, but, you know, I drove past it several times after and didn't see him outside. But I said, stay your butt in this house, you know. And he just looked at me and was like, like okay, you know. And I turned the thing and I closed the door, you know. And I was hoping that she got herself together. And hopefully that she got off them pills or whatever that they gave her. But, yeah, it was doctors that had her like that. And she could have lost her baby. And, you know, nowadays people are stealing babies. So there could have been somebody that just walked past and snatched the baby up. While she laid out on the couch with these pills that had all high. You know? So this is why we have to be cautious, people. These doctors can't be telling us that we got to take this and take that because we need this and need that. Because of this and that. We have to find another way. Because those pills are making our lives miserable. It really it is. Some of them are there to really help us. But then you got some. <coughs> that's there to hurt us. And there's other ways. Like y'all hear me. I got this cough this morning. Now I could take my two. Two little. Um, sinus pills. I can. Because it works faster. It does work faster. Or I can wait a day out and I can go in the kitchen and get me some cayenne pepper. Okay? Eat some of that. <laughs> Drink, me some <coughs> Drink me some peppermint tea. And go take me a eucalyptus bath. By the end of the day, I'm going to feel okay. Okay? It's just a slower process. You know what I mean? So, I can't work on that. That slower process, if I have to go to work, is really hard. You know, um, so I have to take the man-made stuff, you know, the pills, you know, I have to take it. But if I'm at home every day and I don't have to leave the house, I can go through the process of taking the cayenne pepper and the um, the um, peppermint tea and the eucalyptus uh, uh, treatments, you know, and it's going to clear me up. And it's a process with that stuff, you know. Um, when I take the cayenne pepper, I cough a lot, you know, in the beginning. And then I can start feeling it clearing up, you know. Um, but there's always a way outside of that medication that they give us, you know. Now, granted, when things get too bad and you've let it get too bad and you know you've been messing up with your body, granted, you might have to take it, you know. But start working on more of a natural way because you don't want all these bad um, man-made pills in your body. You just don't want it. You know, when I look at look at that bag of pills that my mother was taking, it broke my heart. You know, and I had to take them. What I did was I took them and poured them all down the toilet, you know, because I didn't know who was going to be cleaning her apartment uh, once, um, you know, I left. So I didn't want them, two things I, I had to get up out of there, and that was her underwear and her, um, her her medications and, like, any paperwork that was really important to us. You know, so I took all her papers, I took all her underwears, because I don't want nobody going through my mother's underwears and bras and stuff. So I took all of that out, and I took her medications, you know, and I dumped the medications down the toilet because I didn't want people... Because I didn't know what type of medications they were, you know. Um, I know she had heart issues, 
Um, I didn't know if there was any narcotics there. I didn't know if I know she had the cancer, so they was giving her um, um, what's that stuff? Not the radiation, the chemo, the chemo pills. I think she had, you know. So she had so many stuff, so so much stuff, so many issues. <clears throat> um, she did have some uh, medication um to try to relax her to keep her from from smoking. She had the chance tags. She had a bunch of stuff, you know. So I just didn't want people going through her medication and trying to sell it or use it or whatever the case may be because it can hurt them, you know. So I think about others as well, you know. Even though my mother, you know, went through what she went through. So I dumped all her medicine down the toilet and flushed it, you know, um, so nobody else would get it. And then I left and let them do what they do, you know. Um, However, I I say to myself, and I, I say to myself every day, that those um, pills is probably what killed my mother, all them pills, you know. Um, and she used to always say to me, um, I'll call on the phone, and she said, well, Jackie, you know, um, I can't cook because, what, what, what you want? What's that? Read it. Not aloud. I can't read it. I can't see. I'm blind as a bag. The day... Ooh, that's for you? For me? Oh. It's my sign? What are you reading? Just wait, Ethan. Let me finish my podcast. You can punch my dad. He told me you. Oh. I'm not punching that man. She's crazy. Um, I'm not punching you. No, don't. You better get away from me. I'm, I'm going to punch you back. Rocky. She got to stop looking at TikTok and, and all them other things because she's learning some craziness on there. Um, but anyway, um, I just didn't want, like I said, people to get a hold of her medication, you know. Um, and I was trying to get my mom down to Maryland so I can take care of her the right way and give her the treatments that she, she needed, you know, um, the herbs and stuff that she needed. I wanted to give her that, but she wasn't into that thing, you know. And something that I've, uh, uh, you know, learned in my life, you know, the herbs and stuff, shout out to the Chinese. They the ones who got me on this thing, you know, where um, I'm taking the herbs and I can, I can feel it. I can see it. I know it's helping my body, you know. So... Um, some people, they dig a little deeper than others, you know, and I get it, you know, I, you know, I was one that said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do some research on this thing. I, I I got to, you know, whatever I'm illness I'm going through, I have to, to get myself together. You know, back when I was young, I had ordered a book, um, natural healings, you know, um, I was young too. I was like 20 in my twenties, you know, cause I was sick real young. So I was in my twenties. I still got that book too. Um, matter of fact, I was looking at it the other day. It's called. Is it up again? This is. Um. Yeah, curing illnesses, backed by over five hundred scientific studies, and it's all with. Um, and this book is old, y'all. I had this book for a long, long time. Okay. <laughs> Um, but it teaches you, um, I don't know if this book is still out. They probably have one that's more updated to today, you know, but it teaches me about different things that I can use to help myself 
without taking medications that's going to make me even worse, you know, and I had ulcers. So, you know, I had to, I had to, um, learn from this stuff. Now, I'm going to tell y'all this too real quick before this podcast ends. Now, I used to take, um, also medication. I forgot the, what's the one I used to take? Not also medication, um... I have gastro, whatever the gastro something another. When you get the um, the burning in your your chest, and you take the gas medicine. What was the one that I was taking? Um, I forgot the name of it, y'all. But I want you to read those gas medicines, okay? And the reason why I'm saying this is because during the time that I caught pneumonia, right? Um. The last time after I gave birth to Egypt, I had took those medicines because I had the gas issue going on. Okay. And one of the side effects was you can possibly catch pneumonia. I didn't learn that until later. Okay. So y'all beware of a lot of these medications, especially the over-counter medications that y'all take as well. Y'all beware of those things because some side effects is unreal. And if you're already sick and you're taking this medication to help an illness, help one illness, when you have one illness, but you take medication to help another illness that you have, it can um, like I, react differently in your body. Okay? I, I'm trying to figure out how to say it. It can react different. Just like if you take... Um, it's an antibiotic that you can't take with aspirin. I think it's aspirin. Or you can't eat a certain type of food, okay, before you take this medication. Oh, I know what I was going to tell you. I had forgot about it. <coughs> My mom, <clears throat> she was big on eating before she took her medication. And, and that's one thing I was going to tell y'all. Make sure you always eat before you take medication. You know, try to eat something if it's nothing but crackers. Um, even though, like, some of the antibiotics we can take on an empty stomach. But it will eat the lining of your belly. Okay? And you don't want that to happen to you. And that was one of the reasons why I was paying my mother's um, bills. It was because the money that she did have coming in, she was on disability. She needed to take that money to be able to order food out because she couldn't cook because she was so sick. So most of her money went towards food and I took care of the bills. However, she had to eat, you know, and and that's another thing I wanted to, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there, y'all. Make sure y'all eat and put something on your belly so that that medicine has something to eat up or eat around because you don't want it to eat the pit of your, your belly. You know, when my mother um, went to the hospital right before she died, that's what they told me. She kept saying her stomach was hurting and that was from them pills eating up her belly. And when I looked at all the pills, I'm like, no wonder your stomach was hurting. You know, it's just our bodies can't take all that stuff. You know, so try to, you know, when you go to the doctor, speak up for yourself. You have to, you know. I always speak up for myself. I tell doctors in a minute. I go off them. You know, if they want to start acting like they they better than me, you know, or you you know me, 
You know, this is why I want them to send for my records. You know, even though they, they finally got one of my records uh, from uh, Maryland. Uh, this is my body, though. And everybody's body is different. You're not going to tell me what's going to work for my body. I know what works for my body. You know? So, yeah. Y'all be careful out there, you know? Especially during this time with all this COVID flu and all this stuff going on. Because they may give you one medication to help this one. And it may react with the other one differently. Okay? It may actually help the other one grow. So y'all beware that type of thing. Y'all stay prayed up. Do it God's way. The herbs, spices, whatever your issue is, do it God's way. This is Jacqueline Richardson, Ms. JJ Diamond, Jackie, Deja, whatever y'all call me. I love y'all and I'll talk to y'all Monday. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.